tired. You're tired? I'm tired. I'm tired too. It's okay. It's been a long week. Yeah, dude. It really has been a long couple uh, decades. <laughs> a couple it? of decades. <laughs> I'm going to very quietly pick up my microphone and put it back down. Nobody noticed. It's fine. That was good. No, I was, was trying good. to like slouch on the desk and then I decided that I didn't want to slouch on the desk. We but now I can't. make that work. I'm like, I'm in that moment of like, like it's too hot, but it's too cold at the same time and everything hurts and I'm dying. Please help. Oh, I'm sorry, bubs. Do you want some ice water? We got ice water. Oh, yeah, I do actually. Yeah, very I nice. We water. Thanks. Yep. That's... Special thanks to Brian for doing our Foley work this week. Really appreciate that. He put some nails in a tin can. <laughs> Hi, everybody. It's Katie Osaurus. It's hello, and it's me, Hey Good. And welcome back to Infinite, Infinite Quest. Quest. Oh, uh, beat me to it. Uh, on today's episode, we are continuing our series uh, where we complain about the 1888 state criteria. Welcome to complaining about stuff with Katie and Eric. <laughs> Uh, another working title of the podcast. That was, Wait, I feel like it was on the was, list. No, oh, it's too far away. I was gonna get my ukulele. I feel like that's like a really good like theme song. Katie and Eric complain about like, stuff. Complaining about stuff with <laughs> Katie and Eric. That is pretty funny. That should okay. that should be a, like a bonus Saturday episode, like fifteen right, minutes. Can long. that be like a little segment? That would be can, fun. We can have like a segment where we just like you know what really grind. It could be like you know what really grinds my gears. Yeah, be like that. But you know what really grinds my, my gears. You know what really gets my noodles in a nut. Shout out to people who come to the Twitch streams who yeah. get that joke. Oh, geez. Oh, geez. Uh, this week we are on episode, or episode, we are on Criteria 3, and this is an interesting Wait. one, Katie. Are we on 3? I thought we were on 4. No, we're on 3. Oh. We're on 4th episode of this, because oh, right, the, first the first one was one we pitching just, the episode, yeah, we just pitched, the series. We just, yeah, okay. Um, this one is an interesting one, because it shows that they're trying. <laughs> like, they, they take, it, in this one, it seems like they've taken a lot of what we've said in previous episodes on this <laughs> into account in their language. Criteria three. Okay, okay. Criteria three. Hit me with it, dog. Often does not seem to listen when spoken to directly. Not nice. often doesn't listen to when spoken. Often doesn't seem. seem to listen to. I like that. Which I really like. This is the first one that I'm okay with. Yeah, I'm, re I'm really into that like, one. Like, yeah. Good it does require good a good episode. episode. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. Pass. Pass. Well, no. Well, well I think... It, <laughs> Which, well, now I'm now I'm mad because I feel like I blew my, my like, perfect story for that on, on Tuesday. Oh, yeah. Well, you that know... That was a way better story for that, for this episode. Well, you know... Damn it. Maybe... Just go back and listen to Tuesday's episode, but just pretend that we're talking about this one. Okay, thank you. <laughs> well, I think... I would like to see that kind of amendment made to a lot of the other ones i bet it's gonna happen i like honestly i bet march yeah i'm, I'm hoping i mean the, the amendment if it wasn't clear was the word seem yeah i think that that completely changes the whole thing because that's exactly what we talked about last that's time. exactly what we talked about last, last yeah. week yeah <laughs> do you want to just like lump that in with the other one and just You're go like, straight to four hey man well, I mean, because the thing is, is like my paying attention might not look like you're paying attention, but it doesn't mean that I'm not paying attention. And I wish fucking like it's not hard to teach that is not hard to teach. Like just day one of teacher school. Hey, teachers, you <laughs> teacher might have a school. kid who's, who's a doodling. Just let him a doodle. Just, oh, yeah. let, just leave him alone. Just, you're fine. You'll survive. Your little fucking teacher feelings won't get hurt. Everybody can move on. Well, I think I mean, I it's wouldn't so spicy about it. I, I, for what, shit. I, I wouldn't be surprised if that if the word seem is in there in direct response to everything that we just complained about on Tuesday's episode. You know, they changed it because of us, because of us. Specifically. On Tuesday, <laughs> it's been 48 them, hours I them on Wednesday. They adjusted the DSM for brutally. us. <laughs> exactly. I called my friend. Our podcast is so important. 
But I would like to see how it, it does, however, assume a measure of objectivity in the person answering that question. If if the if 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 there's a if this survey is being taken or if these sheets and whatever are being filled out by a person talking about another person, like a teacher about a student yeah. or a parent about a child. Yeah. Um, it does, requ- I think, uh, uh, require a lot of objectivity on their part because they would have to acknowledge that there's a chance that their perception is wrong. Yeah. You know, like they might seem like they're not, but I acknowledge that they could be. Yeah. Well, but maybe that's not the case. Maybe it. Maybe it, it's a bigger net. Maybe it catches both parents slash teachers slash coworkers that do acknowledge that they might be wrong. It might just seem like they're not paying attention when in fact they are. But also the people who uh, are dumb, (laughs) (laughs) who who just believe that, of course, their assumption is correct because their version of reality is the only correct one. Therefore, if they seem like they're not paying attention, they must not be. Those people would also answer that question often or five. Yes, it happens nearly, nearly constantly, you know, for the person as well does it make sense like it's catching both of those people yeah i also think that like i'm just gonna say it like i think i get really hung up on the linguistics because like that's my whole thing is like shakespeare specifically chose those words and so i think this is like one where they actually like linguistically they are like they're being i don't want to say sneaky but they're definitely being i think more inclusive than in some of the other ones you know that Mm. like it's just it's i think that's it's honestly the seams like it's just it's pivotal yeah it really is you know how how do you mean uh inclusive because i mean literally exactly what you said like i think it can say i truly believe that my kid isn't paying attention or it looks like my kid isn't paying attention but maybe they are but externally it seems yeah I mean, I think that's badass. I literally frankly. just said the same thing you did. So, <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, I really think that's badass. Especially like, if you were if you were to be a parent or teacher or coworker taking this survey about another person, and you're as into the linguistics of it as you are, and it's let's say it said often does not pay attention when spoken to directly. If like if it were you, you might think well. Certainly, it looks like they're not paying attention, yeah. but that's just my perspective. You know what? What? What the hell do I know? Like the more, the more. Um, yeah. Well, that's because I know from like my that. experience of like constantly getting in trouble as a kid for like not looking like I'm paying attention, mm-hmm. and it's like, no, bitch, I've already read yeah. the entire textbook. I'm bored. Move I can on. either yeah, I can either pay attention or look like I'm paying attention. You get to pick one. <laughs> I'm I used, sorry. I used to do this thing where I would take like the the textbook, which I had already read. And I would put another book like right like here and I would like hold it up with my tummy. So it would be like balanced between like the desk and my tummy. And I would like look down and then it would look like I was reading the textbook, but I was actually reading another book. I used to get in trouble for that shit all the time. Really? It was the thing I got in trouble for the most in school was sneaking other books under the desk. Wow. It was like a whole thing. Wow. I got I got in trouble for bringing an X-Acto knife to school because I was page by page carving out um an ipod shaped hole 
in one of my books so that I could put my iPod in there and like watch videos. It's really funny. It was pretty funny. That's really funny. <laughs> What's funny is they found the exacto knife, but they didn't find the book. So I got to finish the book. That's good. <laughs> and it worked. I also found out that the little scroll wheels on iPods works through duct tape. So if you put duct tape, because it would fall out, you know? Oh, yeah. And so I put a little duct tape thing on there so that it would stay in there and it I could still scroll on the scroll wheel through the duct tape. I like how we just told very similar but very different stories. <laughs> like, I used to read books while reading the other book at the same time. And Eric's like, I carved a hole in mine for my iPod. <laughs> well, it's because all Two I needed... Two types of people in this world. <laughs> it's because, well, in this this that my version of school worked until... We started it being expected to read things that we didn't discuss in class. Oh, sure. You know, when it was yeah. just like, the only way you're going to hear about this is if you do the assigned reading. Mm -hmm. um, but before then, it was just like, if I doodled and listened in class, then it was just like, bing, bang, boom, done. Yeah. And I was fine. Like, my test scores were always really high, but my homework grades were always garbage because... I actually, I just said this. I'd never said this sentence before, but I said it to my great aunt, Jackie, who is um, the last surviving member of that generation of my family. She's 90 years old. Um, but she's just massively fucking well-educated. Um, read, like, the, probably the most well-read person I've ever met. She's had more time than you. I was going to say. Time. I was like. <laughs> she had a huge head start on you. It's not fair. She's got 60 years on me. It's fine. <laughs> but she, uh. But she dropped out of college because um, she was going to college for um, computer science. Way, I would have been in the, I don't know, early 60s, late 50s as a woman. And so she was like, nope, fuck all this bullshit, sexism bullshit. I will learn this on my own. So anyways, I, I said I said offhand to her, um, like, oh, I dropped out of college, too, because I love learning. I just hate having to prove it to some jackass. Like, and that's what I always hated was like, I loved learning. Learning is my favorite thing to do of all time. What I hated was having to prove it to some jackass. Like we would yeah. sit in class and the teacher would be like, two plus two equals four. And it's like, OK. And then they would go around the room and be like, what is two plus two equal? Four. Good job. Right. Gold star. What is two plus two? Four. Good job. Gold star. Here's a homework worksheet. Do it tonight and bring it back tomorrow. And it's just every question is two plus two equals question mark. And it's like, I'm not going to, this is degrading. <laughs> this is fucking degrading, man. I'm not going to do this. Meanwhile, I'm like, uh, have you considered wrapping all of your self-worth and self-esteem in the grade that you get from that assignment? Pro tip. Mm. Do that. It's very healthy. Mm. Um, and then that way, when you stop getting graded uh, because you've graduated, you'll have nothing to wrap your self-worth up in. And uh, it's really fun. It's a really fun, Oof. really fun way to live your life, Eric. It's good. Oof. Everything is a competition and I must win at all well, costs. That's interesting because I think, honestly, I think one of the reasons that I didn't do assignments and didn't do reading is because I did wrap my self-worth up into how well I did them. And if I didn't do them, then I never oh, opened that door and yeah. checked. That's, that's a valid strategy. You know, I mean, it's 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 this is the, this is still the case for me now. It was in, in my careers and in my just life in general. Um, but I would never like do the outside reading or do the dumb fucking worksheets that they would have us do um because even still i could do easily as well as everybody else without having done any of that shit yeah but that would stand to reason that if i did do the reading then wouldn't i be doing like way better you know 
And I never wanted to find out the actual answer to that question. <laughs> like, what if I did do all the stuff and I wasn't as brilliant as I thought I was going to be? So I just would never answer that question. It was the same thing with cooking. Like, what if I did read all the books on cooking and read into the history on my craft and all that stuff? What, you know, what if I'm still not very good even then? You know, what if I'm still just passable like I am now? I and mean, I never wanted to answer that question, so I didn't. You are the best cook I know. So, well, this is, I mean, I'm very biased. In the one, <laughs> the kingdom of the blind, the one eyed man is king. Katie. Listen, I like your food. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. I would eat at your restaurant. Well, thank you very much. It's fine. But um, either way, that was a thing. But yeah, I don't, what were you the fuck? We were, you were talking about, about the, the third, the third criteria, it's, but it's pretty it's, good. Listen, so no, we're this like, one, oh, shit, listen, we, we, we have it. been, <laughs> we have been very specific that these are springboards and sometimes we'll just talk about other stuff and that's okay too yeah 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 also how much time do we have left we've been recording for like an hour we were recording for uh, 12 minutes that's not true that is true really I'm looking at the ticker yeah 12 minutes jesus my time pretty I, cool I, right? I never realize how bad my time blindness is oh you know what i'm doing in minecraft now what <laughs> just as <laughs> just a springboard fine um somebody brought up in, on my twitch stream today uh, you know, so on my on my Twitch stream, dear listener, if you don't come to them, what are you doing? Come on, come to my Twitch stream every Twitch day at eleven thirty or uh, twelve thirty so Eastern. Come on, yeah, like a hundred people, we all come out, we hang out. It's amazing. It's a good time. We talk about stuff. Sometimes it's serious. Sometimes it's whimsical. Who knows? End sometimes of there's songs. Uh, but either way, uh, on those Twitch streams, you can donate bits. Each bit is like a cent. Um, and as so, as the viewer, you can donate bits. And I've rigged up a bunch of stuff such that C E N T. C-E-N-T, yeah. I thought you were talking about, like, perfume. And I was like, what the <laughs> fuck are you talking about? That's not what you're doing. Oh, do you I was the... so confused. They're uh, they're making, like, those, you know, those Glade plugins things? Yeah. They're making those, but they activate, like, with your mind, you know? They're, like, neurologically activated, you know? Makes sense if you think about it. God, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, if you donate biddies, um a little Minecraft sheep or mob or animal will drop and the animal depends on what bits you donated. Anyways, somebody in my Twitch stream was like, hey, on the Questcraft server, what if you had like all of us go in front of a green screen and then when we're in your Twitch streams, <gasps> we could like donate a thing to have our... That's such a good idea. Such a good fucking idea. And so I'm starting, um, I'm building a building in Minecraft in the commercial district that's called uh, Studio, studio Goodly, like Studio Ghibli, but it's like a big film <laughs> studio. So green screen is very fun. That's really funny. That's what Minecraft's really cool. all about. That's really embrace good the idea. stupid, yeah. Did you hear about that actress that got stabbed? Just like Reese something or other? Witherspoon? No, with a knife. No. Ha-ha! Wow. I fucking hate you. I don't. I, I don't. I'm sorry. I love I you very much. I hate you so much. So, this is the first one where we had to like vamp for time, I'm not which vamping. I feel like is a is a good is a good indicator that it's a it's a pretty okay one. It's a pretty okay this one. Seems. Well, what what else would you like to see in like let's say your dream DSM? Well, and I want to point out that <laughs> dream like DSM. dream DSM. Jesus Christ, that's the nerdiest thing I've ever said in my life. But like, given that we're not. Hey girl, why don't you lay back and tell me about your DSM fantasies? <laughs> what do you think? What do you want to see in those pages, girl? Oh, you're gonna hey make girl. this original. It's gonna be cool. Oh, girl. <laughs> um, but given that we're not like, I would like Thomas E. Brown level experts on ADHD, yeah. and ultimately we're just yeah, you know, we're we're some fucking schmoes, some fucking schmoes. But still, even still, what would you like to see? I would like to see rejection sensitivity addressed even if it's 
even if it is just like because I like I mean I have to tread really carefully because again I'm not I'm just some fucking schmo but I like I mean I as somebody who lives with the effects of rejection sensitivity like holy shit it is real like it is fucking real um and if you look at the statistics you know like Barkley is like 95% of people with ADHD, you know, like, and other people are like 90s, 80s, like, it's always like exceptionally high. Um, But it's hard because it's like, is it a conversation about a symptomatic element of ADHD? Or is it a symptomatic element of living with ADHD mm. in a society in which it is not okay. Like, what were you talking about on Tuesday? Uh, 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 like, oh, like pacing around in the back of the room. Yeah. Like, where it's like not okay to do that. And so, like, we become traumatized in that, you know, the rejection sensitivity is just a collection of trauma symptoms, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. And so, I think in like some kind of acknowledgement about that, I think that would be cool because that's a big one. Um, I also think. I mean, it's hard because it's it's like we were talking about when we started this series is like eating disorders are not a criteria for having ADHD, but they are incredibly common in people with ADHD, mm -hmm. like the same with like addiction. And so it's like, I don't want to be like, you know, is an addict is like a criteria for ADHD because that's not what I'm saying, but like some kind of acknowledgement about like the the incredibly high comorbidities in terms of like sleep difficulties and addiction issues i think that would be i think that would be good but i just i just i'm i'm honestly like i will i i think it's important to say when you don't know something but i don't know how to do that because mm -hmm. i'm not that kind of doctor i just played one on satnev <laughs> <laughs> yeah well i think it, i think we're in an interesting phase with it because the dsm is originally for for clinicians for professionals yeah like it's a prof it was a book that doctors had on their shelf well, like you i wouldn't... got my grubby little hands on it well well now everybody has the internet and anybody yeah. can read it at any time and yeah. fucking complain about it like we know what we're talking about which isn't necessarily yeah. a bad thing but it's just a thing and so for example like what i would like to see is acknowledgement that like well, pretty much exactly what you said. Just just acknowledging that there's often other shit that comes yeah. with ADHD that isn't directly related to the diagnostic Which criteria. they did do, though. Like, I'm going to correct myself because they did do that in yeah. the consensus statement. Yeah. Because it's the thing is because I, I feel like one of the like, because the DSM is for like diagnostic. Yes, yeah, so literally the, the, the yeah. Diagnostic and Statistical Manual. Yeah. And so, like, the DSM is for diagnosing, but then the consensus statement was like, but also here's everything else that we know about it. Like, we yeah. can concretely prove. And so there was a lot of conversation in the consensus statement that's, like, addiction and, and right. you know, eating disorders and rejection sensitivity and that kind of stuff. Um, but I, I mean, hot take, I do think rejection sensitivity should just be a criteria, whether or not you they think? acknowledge it as, like, a separate thing or if they just say, like, trauma-based responses to re perceived rejection but i think it should be like fucking 95 percent like because you don't have to have all fucking eight right and it's like but that's like a huge part of it for a lot of people especially in conversation with executive dysfunction yeah i mean i saw I, I, spicy hot take hot take hot take well i think i think yeah as the dsm and this this also might just be us because of what we do for a living like yeah. i i'm, I'm really sense close to it 
Sorry? Well, yes, we're really close to the Asus. So maybe I'm sensing the changing of winds that aren't actually there. They're just there in the communities that we run in. Um, but it seems like the DSM is becoming more and more used by non-professionals, people who just want to look some shit up, which is fucking great. Um, but which which makes me inclined to, to say they should have more resources in there for, you know, hey, if you test a positive with ADHD, just know you're much more prone to addiction, you're more prone to car accidents, you're more prone to eating disorders. But that's all stuff that's like after you get yeah. diagnosed, you go by the book and you read up more on it. Yeah. You know, it, like none of that information that existed, Eric. Oh, yes. <laughs> oh, oh. Why would you bring up a book that could there be? No, could, we're not supposed to bring that we're up. We're not yet. supposed to talk oh, about okay, it. Okay, We're definitely not writing a book. Shut up. Nope, shut up. It's, That's just, it's for fake. Somebody made, yeah, I don't know where you heard it's just that. Just jokes. Just a rumor. <laughs> There's no Infinite Quest book coming out. That's just a rumor. Um, but, so, for example, like cl- saying in the. It's happening. <laughs> we just had a meeting today. It was very exciting. Um, We've talked about the book on the podcast before. We, like, this oh, is not news. This is it. not news. Um, but, um, uh, was it? Oh, so like uh, putting something about rejection sensitive dysphoria or uh, the higher likelihood of, of having problems with addiction um, if you have ADHD. Like putting that stuff in the DSM entry for ADHD does not help professionals diagnose. Necessarily. Yeah. Maybe, it, I mean, I'm not a professional. Like, I, what I'm saying is, is, Ultimately, that's the function of the book yeah, is to help exactly. professionals diagnose. Yeah. So would it be helpful to professionals to have that stuff in the DSM? I mean, they're professionals, so they already know that shit. Well, but, you know, the I DSM mean, is think, the official thing, you know? I think the rejection sensitivity one would because I think that there are some people to where like that is their most unlivable symptom, mm. you know, but like whereas with like addiction or eating disorders or something like that, that's like a specific other thing that you are dealing with that is made much more challenging by having ADHD, mm-hmm. but yeah. like the propensity for having it or not, you know, it's like, are you statistically more likely to get bronchitis? You know, like it's a different thing, but it's like you might have to handle it differently. Oh, I have to remember to take mm-hmm. my meds or, you know, whatever the fuck. And, and it also like... There's so many, hmm, how do I say this? There's so many thing presentations of ADHD. I'll say yeah. like behavior that presents itself with ADHD that could very well be because of something else, because of yeah. anxiety or because of depression or yeah. because of OCD. Like totally. And the idea is that the symptom lists in the DSM are specific enough that you can say, oh, it is this and not this, even though there's a big Venn diagram there. Like yeah. because you know people who have ADHD do this. But people with anxiety don't do that. Yeah. Therefore, we can tell that if they have that, then it must be ADHD and not anxiety. Yeah. Um, uh, a great uh, TikTok account. I was I was debating not saying their name, but I'm realizing they said it in a TikTok, so I can quote them on it because it's already public. Um, but DJ PJ MD on on TikTok, yeah. who's agreed to be on the podcast. I just keep forgetting to fucking schedule it because conventions and shit. Um, but he's a doctor, like a, like a real ass motherfucking doctor specializing in, AD, specializing in ADHD, coat and all, um, real doctor. Um, and he, to- when he talks about rejection sensitive dysphoria, he's talked before about how if he's trying to, you know, narrow stuff down, like perhaps it's anxiety, perhaps it's OCD, who knows, moving in closer, he says he often looks for rejection sensitive, sensitive dysphoria, um, as a way of narrowing it down to yeah. ADHD, yeah. Um, which I found was really interesting. So, and, and which is speaks to my point of would having an entry about RSD in the DSM help people, di- help professionals diagnose ADHD? Perhaps it would. I'd love to, we should, we should have like a lot of 
professional people on the podcast before the DSM comes out, just so they could like speculate wildly. Oh yeah, about what have, <laughs> we should have, the... we should do like a March Madness, but like oh, with the dude. DSM symptoms. Like, oh my what, god! Like what DSM symptoms do you think are going to stay? Where we just make it like really stupid and weird. Oh, it'd be great. We could have we could have Leslie Sidey and uh, Alex DJ PJ Alex yeah. Doctor Inna. We just have them just all have come everybody in. on and be like, "What do you think? Get in well, March Madness poll. What would you like to see? That would be that would be really fun. I'll start blasting out some 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 messages. That sounds be, like a really good that'd time. That'd be really good. Do you want to be in our March Madness our March Madness <laughs> roster? So. so what do you what do you call those brackets? Brackets. Do you want, to, yeah. do you want in our March Madness bracket about the DSM criteria? <laughs> so silly. We really should. I mean, that would be really good. I mean, also, I mean, not just because that would be fun, but like a lot of these things. I think part of my frustration with with the DSM in general is that I'm just not qualified to have real. To, to, to have put a lot of weight behind my own opinion. Yeah. Like, I think I've always not really cared very much about what I think about stuff, which yeah. is ironic because I have a fucking podcast where I talk about what I think about stuff. But that's because other people said they wanted to hear it. I wasn't just yeah. assuming. But I've never really cared what I think about specific yeah. things like that because what do I know? Like, I'm going to defer to the people that know more than me. Um, so it's kind of frustrating because it's something that's so, like, important to me and dear yeah. to me that people be able to be diagnosed accurately and have a di and diagnosis be accessible to people but ultimately i'm not a doctor and so i can't say that that criteria is bad i can say what i don't like about it and perhaps whatever whatever yeah. but i can't specifically say for these clinical reasons it should be different yeah and that frustrates me yeah i get that but that you makes, know i mean that makes total sense what are you gonna do what are you gonna do what are you gonna do anyways oh, what time what time is it uh, it's about it's about that it's about that time. Do you want to do the Patreon song? Oh sure. Oh yeah. All okay. right. Stay tuned for the Patreon song. What's the Patreon song? Stay tuned and we'll tell you. Or don't and oh, don't ever was... find out. Live a life <laughs> of mystery and 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 confusion. That was that's that's the podcast equivalent to putting "Watch to the end" as the caption of your right. TikTok. Right. <laughs> you won't believe what happens at the end of this podcast. <laughs> the last thing we'll tell. And that's it for this episode. That was a meandery one. That was a that was a that was a that was a whole move. Move your leg. It was. A... It's fine. <laughs> the chairs the chair I normally sit in is in another room, and so now I have to stand here like a weirdo in front of the microphone. It's cool. Well, now that you got your foot up, you're like Johnny Cash or something. I do. Like I'm that. really Johnny Cash. I'm very like a brother were a thou vibes. You know? I am a man of constant sorrow. That's exactly right, Katie. That's exactly how that song sounds. How is he, how, how easy is it to sell your soul to the devil? It is to pretty play good. That there ukulele. I, I sold my soul to the devil at the crossroads uh, to play the ukulele, but uh, he got distracted halfway through, so that's why I only know three chords. He had to go. Oh, he had to go. So what does he Mitch get Mitch McConnell like? needed something. <laughs> uh, you mentioned Mitch McConnell, now the rest of my day is going to suck. <laughs> Ugh, that was whatever. a really funny joke though so does he get the soul of like your foot only or like I, does know, he get your soul for a period of time i think maybe he gets my soul for like an afternoon but okay. i don't really feel like these three chords are like worth an eternity yeah no definitely like, not i don't even know how to do the cool like like you know how plinky make plank it plank sounds, yeah make it sounds cool yeah well, wait what a you second i'm doing it <gasps> that's maybe. good sweet that's that pretty good that's pretty okay that's really good we can do it messed it up because I got nervous because you were looking at me. <laughs>
Well, hey, hey, so you might be wondering why I sold my soul to the devil at the crossroads uh, to learn how to play the ukulele. It's because every week we do a Patreon song. Uh, and so if you are interested in supporting our mission of advocacy and education for mental health and neurodivergency and inclusivity, uh, you can go on over to patreon.com slash infinite quest and you can sign up. We're also very honored to let you know that we have been officially appointed Patreon ambassadors. Oh, are we? Really? Yeah. Cool. Yeah. I got. I, I, I'm pretty to get sure like I a, told you that. You probably did. I, I need to get like a cool stately pin or something. Yeah, we like have that. like if a little like thing. Get, like, a cool and because pin. they're so impressed with our community and how uh, we've grown in just a year, and so thank you all so much for being part of that adventure with us. Um, but this week we have three new people to thank. Johnson jokes that we have we made. We do a lot of Robert Johnson they, jokes. Like a weird number of Robert Johnson jokes. Hey, anyway, thank you. Aaron, you're pretty cool. Aaron, I think you're cool. It's glaring to me that you're cool. Glaring. That was good. That was pretty good, right? Thank you, Bree and Michelle and Aaron and the rest of our Patreon family for supporting us week after week. I don't know why I went down so low. Week. I've had a lot of coffee. <laughs> we gotta end this. What are we gonna do? We gotta ooh, end ooh, this. Sometimes you start a thing without realizing how you're gonna finish it. Like when you said Patreon family, you Michelle clearly were about Aaron. to say Patreon, but you realized Michelle a member of the Patreon isn't called a Patreon, it's called a patron, but that's not enough syllables so, for so the much. verse that you were gonna we say really today. like you today, so, so today. much. From all of us here at Infinite Quest, uh, thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much for supporting us. Remember to eat a snack. Remember to drink some water. Remember to take your meds. And remember to be kind to yourself and to others. And most importantly, remember that we love you.